Good morning on Sunday the 9th. We've got lots of sports to talk about, so we're going to jump right into the NFL as that's the games that will start earliest and have the most interest. Unfortunately, obviously, the last week of the NFL is a garbage week. There's not much to play for for the most part, so you're really kind of comparing this to preseason. You're trying to figure out who's playing, who's not, who wants to win, who doesn't, to some degree, to some degree. So I've got to play a little safe. There's only five plays in this today. I say only because I could easily dump most of this week. Washington and the New York Giants. Tennessee, for me, would be to go with the Giants. There's money all over Washington, heavy, heavy in Washington, because it seems like the Giants have quit playing. I'm not going to take a side. It's just too risky on that. I'll take the under 37 and a half because both offenses are ridiculously challenged and the strongest sides, meaning the units, the strongest units for both these teams all season long have been defense. There's no reason to go against it. Under 37 and a half is the play. Pittsburgh and Baltimore, you could somewhat ditto the offensive versus defensive units here. The defense is stronger in both cases. Offense is somewhat challenged this season. However, there's a little bit to play for here. There is faint, faint playoff hopes for these teams. But I'm not going to take a side. I'll take the under 41. Next, we have Tampa Bay at home, Carolina. They're playing for some seeding. Bruce Aaron says they're playing to win. Certainly, they're in the playoffs. Carolina certainly is not. Carolina's given up. Tampa Bay should win by three touchdowns. I'll take them minus the nine points. And then the Chargers and Raiders, absolutely something to play for here. This is the most interesting game of the weekend. As thus, the NFL has scheduled it to be that game, the ultimate game of the season, final game of the season, uh, Sunday night. So uh, Raiders and Chargers. I'm going I'm to take two bets in this game. I'm going to go Chargers minus three. Yes, they're on the road. And yes, I have to say I've attempted to fade the Raiders for the good part of the season and have been wrong doing so more often than not. I just think the Chargers have such a serious talent edge in this game. The Chargers have to be the play for me, and I'm going to take the over as I think that the offensive units from both teams are ahead of the defensive units on these teams. And it's all, again, it's winning your end. It doesn't necessarily mean that the defenses are going to be the ones that pay the price for that. I just think there's going to be so much. It's not like these NFL teams don't bring all their playbook to the games. But these guys are going to have some new wrinkles to try to beat the other team that the other the other opponent's defense has not seen. So it's all it's over for me. It's over. It's the over the total and Chargers. If you want to do something same game parlay there, go for it. I'll have I will probably do something like that. But it's uh, later in the day when I see some more information come out for me that I might look at that. So that's it for NFL. And then uh, college basketball, three plays, Oakland and Wisconsin-Milwaukee. I'll take Oakland minus the points. It's a heavy favorite, 11, 11 and a half. And I'm tempted to take a halftime bet and a full game bet, splitting it up. I'm just going to trust the basketball uh, acumen of Oakland to get this thing done, minus the points. And then Wisco, Wisconsin, and Maryland – now, this is a road game for Wisconsin, but I'm going to take a minus one. This is the kind of game that Wisconsin wins. Uh, there's a tendency to overvalue Wisconsin right now after beating Iowa and Purdue. And they had two very close wins over 
uh, subpar talent. They again, that's why this is the game they win. You take, they come to play these games. They don't typically lose. They're better. They have a better record in close games than the majority of the Big Ten. Let's put it that way. Uh, Maryland is winless in the Big Ten. That will be a tendency for me to play contrarian. Want to go with Maryland and again contrarian against the hot hot winds over uh, again mainly Purdue and also Iowa. I don't think I'm overvaluing those wins though. This just this says Wisconsin. They're playing a slightly up-tempo game. It's not up-tempo for the – they're in the bottom third, tempo-wise, for all of college foot, uh, college basketball programs. But they're up significantly over what they've done in the past, allowing a little bit more exciting basketball, allowing uh, some of their players, like Johnny Davis, to actually be in contention for some player of the year honors, possibly. So we'll see. Wisconsin minus one. And then Elon and College of Charleston. College of Charleston should win this game. Should win this game. But they're giving away 10 points. And I think that's just too much. I'll take the dog. I'll take Elon plus the 10 points and look for a closer game than that 10. Then we'll go to the NBA. Golden State at home getting Clay Thompson back. That's not the reason for this play. I'm going to take Golden State minus eight and a half. There should be some extra extra energy in the arena, extra energy on the team, seeing Clay Thompson for the first time in what seems like a well, a couple years, I guess. Um, Cleveland has played over their heads, and they're they're better. They're better than what people expected, absolutely. But some of the um, charm is worn off. I'll take Golden State at home, who has recently lost first place to Phoenix, I believe. And I'm I'm going to take the uh, more talented, more excited, and incentivized Golden State to cover this thing. And then New Orleans and Toronto, I'll take under 222.5. The money is flowing to the under. I'll sniff out the money and follow that in this specific instance. Started at 225, down two and a half points. I'll take the under 222.5. Finally, with NHL, two games. The uh, home teams and the favorite teams are very clearly the plays here. I'm going to take standard money lines. It's a little juicy uh, for both, really. St. Louis minus 160-ish and Anaheim minus 140. Um, Both games have a possibility of overtime, so I want the full money line on these. Uh, But I do feel very strongly on these games to the point that if you wanted to take... if you want to take St. Louis on the puck line, minus one and a half for plus money, that's not a bad play. It has positive return on investment on that one. Anaheim, I, I would think about taking regulation because I, both these teams are low scoring. So that would just bring your juice down. But again, I, I told you what I'm doing. I'm taking money line on both of them. There would be a potential for a reverse Puck line, take St. Louis plus one and a half, parlayed with Anaheim plus one and a half for positive return on investment as well. I don't feel comfortable with same game products at either one. Uh, while I would tend to take the under in the Dallas-St. Louis game, uh, under six, St. Louis has the potential to blow it up here for some points. And Dallas has even shown life 
on the offensive side recently, so I can't do that, in my opinion. Anaheim and Detroit. Also, I, I would uh, tend to go under, under five and a half. Um, that would be more likely for me to take a same-game parlay there. The problem with that one is that uh, the Detroit-Anaheim side pick is less strong than the St. Louis pick. Uh, more to the point of that, what I'm saying is I could take Anaheim plus one and a half and their adjusted puck line in the tease, in the in the parlay, same game parlay. But then you've got to take the under seven and a half, as I discussed a few days ago. The under six and a half in this situation does not work, and you got to go up to seven and a half. At that point, you're paying a ridiculous amount of juice, so it's a pass on that same game parlay. And that's what I have for today. Good luck.